Hi everyone, it is now 5 p.m. on this Wednesday evening in Kingston, and you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM, www.cfrc.ca. Welcome to this week's segment of Today in YGK with me, your host, Alexandra Fernandez. Today in YGK brings you need-to-know news about what's going on right here in our beautiful city of Kingston. From current news, special segments, and interviews with some amazing guests, I'm sure you'll find something of interest that gets you to tune in. If you have any news to share, be sure to contact me via email at news at cfrc.ca. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, you're tuned in. I am Alexandra Fernandez and you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM. Today in the virtual studio with me, I have Emily and Riley, who I am very excited to bring on to CFRC because they are going to be talking with us about the Cloud9 Festival, which is a new festival happening here in the Kingston region. So let's welcome Emily and Riley onto CFRC. How are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Thanks for having us. Yeah, good. Thank you. And my pleasure to have you guys. Um, so before we kind of jump into what Cloud9 is and um, how it started and all these um, awesome things about the festival, would you guys mind just like introducing yourselves for us, telling us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, so um, my name is Emily. I am just graduated from Queens, actually, and I've been working at Number 9 for the past year, um, Number 9 Gardens, which I can talk about a bit later. Um, but I'm one of the co-founders of Cloud9 Festival. This is an idea we had last year, Riley and a few of our other um, members of the curatorial committee. And it's something we've been working on, we're super excited about. I'm so excited to be here to share about it today. Yeah, and I'm Riley. I'm doing my master's at Queens right now in global development. And I was an intern at Number Nine Gardens alongside Emily and some of our other uh, coworkers. I'm also a co-founder of Cloud9 and we're here on behalf of the curatorial committee. So this is a group of students, entrepreneurs, artists, and musicians from Queens and Harvard, Berkeley, um, so kind of all over, and we've come together to put this amazing project on. Yeah, sounds great. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what Cloud9 is exactly, and a little bit more about the festival? Yeah, for sure. I can speak to that. So Cloud9 is a one-day outdoor electronic music and eco-art festival. It'll be hosted at Number Nine Gardens, which is in Lyndhurst around Rock Dunder area. Um, and this will be hosted on September 10th, 2022. So around Frosh Week, we're hoping to get a lot of students out to dance and enjoy some local food and drinks. And also just to come learn about what Number Nine Gardens is and what it has to offer. So we have two sort of central components of this festival. There's the electronic music. We've actually announced our lineup recently, which can be found on our website and Instagram, um, which I'll plug later. Um, so aside from one, these are all Canadian artists. We have yeah. Anthem Tiger coming from Vancouver and Flow State are this really cool Indie-tronic duo. And I'm personally very excited about our headliner, Uri. She's a Montreal-based producer and I watched her sets over on YouTube um, at Boiler Room and at Picnic. And I really know that she's gonna bring the energy for this festival as our headliner. Um, and then we also have a number of up and coming DJs like Guest House and Kiara. So this really integrates into our mission about supporting young artists, especially with how COVID has affected their opportunities in the past couple of years. And then the other component of this is the eco art. So to sort of complement the sound that we're going for, we have an outdoor eco art exhibit with nine land-based conceptual art pieces from artists such as Shane Dark, 
Sean Martindale and Christine DeWanker. So this will be an immersive art experience where people can walk around our space and interact with these art installations while also getting to enjoy the music and the local food and drink. Awesome, that's really amazing. Um, and like such a great opportunity. And I love that it's like kind of timed with like students coming back because it's such a kind of great way to end off summer, like enjoy the warm weather, um, enjoy some great music and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, can you tell us a little bit about like where the name Cloud Nine come from? Do um, Number Nine Gardens and then Number Nine Gardens parent company is an art company in Toronto called Number Nine Contemporary Art in the, in the Environment. So I think nine is sort of a symbol for that company that we've wanted to integrate into our own branding. And just the idea of being on cloud nine is very ephemeral and transient. And that's kind of what we want um, the branding and the experience to all be around. So it all kind of has a central theme that we're hoping we can kind of bring alive, um, not only on our Instagram, but the day of as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about the venue, like where it is and why you chose a specific space, I guess? Yeah, so um, it's at Number Nine Gardens, which is a nonprofit. It's about 40 minutes north of Kingston at Highway 15. It's close to Rock Dunder, which I know a lot of Queen students go to. Um, so we're a nonprofit education and cultural center. Um, and so we have kind of two main components at Number Nine Gardens. We have uh, our organic gardens, which are used to grow food mostly for donations. Um, and then we also like to teach the community about sustainable growing practices and kind of how, they're, how to start their own gardens. We have lots of workshops. Um, things like that. So it's we're really focused on education. And then we also have agritourism. Um, so we have some yurts and glamping tents that people can stay in overnight. So it's about a 58 acre property um, and they're all spread out. So there's hiking trails, biking trails. We have a creek with kayaks that you can rent. Um, so it's a really like immersive space and it's in the Frontenac Arch Biosphere. Um, so beautiful forests around there. Riley and I both worked there last summer. So that's how we got involved with the space. Um, and how we met each other and the rest of the, the curatorial committee. Um, and we thought that it'd be a great place to bring people out and, um, and interact with the land and enjoy the music. So we wanted to kind of have this festival here to not only bring people out and like have a festival after COVID, but also um, introduce people to Number Nine Gardens and kind of our mission and what we're doing there. Um, and so I know it is kind of far away, but we do have shuttles going to and from downtown Kingston for on the day of the festival. And that is it's included with the ticket price there are limited spots so when you buy a ticket you can like check the box that you want to take a shuttle um, and kind of reserve your spot on that and then that'll take you out and back awesome that sounds really good um and super fun and i guess my next question is what is kind of the reason i guess like a few folks bridging electronic music and like sustainability and like eco art um into like this festival and also kind of in relation to that question, or maybe that question will answer this question, but what's sort of the inspiration for the festival too? Yeah, so like Emily said, we really wanna introduce people to Number Nine Gardens. So the mission of Number Nine Gardens is this educational and cultural center to teach people how to live off the land and to engage with local food systems. It's a very inspiring space um, where people can come and learn about these things and we want to build this community and I think electronic music and art like we talk about how music and art are such powerful tools for creating community and creating um, social change 
we think like a lot of students would really be interested in regularly volunteering at number nine or just coming to our work workshops. We have so much to offer, but we just want to get the word out that this amazing place exists. Um, so yeah, when we worked there last summer, we just thought it was a really perfect place to host this type of event. It's like this beautiful field of meadows and wildflowers, and it's right by a nature conservancy. So it's really nice for people to get out and be on the land, especially with COVID and being cooped up for so long, dance on the space and just enjoy one another's company. Um, so Cloud9 is really about young people empowering each other to imagine and cultivate a sustainable future together. Um, because the pandemic has had so many negative impacts on the arts and cultural sector, we really want to support young artists as well as local and sustainable businesses. Um, yeah, and we also just want to bring electronic music to Kingston because it is really lacking an electronic music scene like places like Montreal and Toronto have so much more to offer. I think that Kingston does have a great demographic of young people who would be interested in it. So we would love to start this event and hopefully have it become an annual thing. Yeah, that's great. And that's super important. Obviously, you know, me being at a radio station, it's great to have more events that promote different types of music. Cause yeah, there's a very big, like kind of alt indie, like pop rock scene here for sure. Um, and also like a pretty good folk scene. So no, that's awesome that you're kind of just bringing light to like a different genre of music here. Um, so that's super exciting. Um, and for people who have never, or I guess, no one has ever been to this festival yet since it's the first year. Um, but what can people expect to do and to see when they attend? Yeah, so kind of what Riley was touching on earlier, it's not just um, a music festival, we also have eco art. And so eco art or ecological art um, is art that just brings awareness and attention to different environmental issues. So social, political, um, all, all different types of issues. Um, and it can come in a variety of forms. So at Cloud9, we're going to be having land-based art installations, but also music and dance. Uh, for example, we'll, there will be one interactive art piece that's kind of a dance workshop. So people can um, put together uh, kind of a set of moves and, and learn it together and, and dance on the land. So that will be really great. Uh, and we're really focused on local businesses as well. So local food um, and drink, as well as maybe even some craft vendors. Um, we're working with McKinnon Brothers and they're a great local brewery and they grow a lot of their own produce that's used um, to make the beer, which we really, um, we really respect and really admire. Um, also another uh, food vendor we're hopefully gonna have is Miss Bao. They use a lot of local produce in their food. So we'll have a wide variety of things for people to have to eat and drink um, as well as to do. So we don't want it to be just kind of like a music festival, but um, really a place where people can go and interact with the land and interact with each other. Um, so it's a whole experience. Yeah. That sounds super great. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you guys to like host this. It sounds really fun. Um, and how can people get involved with the festival? Like whether that's through volunteering, um, helping promote it, um, any way that they can, um, by all means, please go ahead. Yeah, so we do need volunteers on the day of the festival um, to do things like uh, set up and take down and um, check tickets, things like that. Uh, so volunteers can sign up on our website. Um, there's also a link in our Instagram bio and as a volunteer you get a free t-shirt, you get some snacks, um, and you also get a free ticket for the event. So uh, you work a four-hour shift and then you can stay the rest of the time um, and use the free shuttle to get to and from the location. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely sounds like it. Um, and if people are interested, tickets are on sale now. They went on sale April 15th, but how can people get tickets um, for Cloud9 Festival? 
So you can follow us on Instagram at cloud9.festival. We have a link tree in our bio, which you can brings you directly to ticket sales and also our website where you can buy tickets there as well. You can look up, if you don't have Instagram, you can just look up uh, number nine gardens on Google and it'll take you to the festival. So yeah. Um, so early bird tickets are on sale until July 15th and those are $65, including the show. Okay, awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we end off? That's something that we just didn't talk about that we didn't get to cover? Um, no, we're just really excited to have people out and bring people to number nine and hopefully it'll be successful and we can bring this back uh, next year as well. Thank you so much, Riley and Emily, for joining me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and best of luck with the festival as well. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Today in YGK, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.